0: If you find value in the content we provide, consider the tip jar. All the details are in the show notes of every episode. Thanks in advance. This has been an ACB Community Call.
1: Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, August 1st, 2023.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Unmute. And as always, we want to make sure everyone gets their questions answered. So we're going to go through all first hands first. And if we have enough time, we'll definitely take second questions. Also, please be respectful. Let everyone answer their question in the same respect you would want. The question of the day today is, next month, or around next month, we don't have an exact date yet, the new operating systems across the board for iPhone, iPad, and Mac, and Watch will be coming out. And what would you like to see? If there's a new feature that you could have added, what would it be? Or... You know, what would you like to see come to the new operating system, the new function, something fixed? It can really be anything. Just curious to see what everyone is thinking about. And with that, we have Michael Joyce with us. Say hello, Michael. Hi, everyone.
1: And Michael Babcock. How's it going? What you got for us? It's going well. So first of all, I want to start out and remind people, hey, if you're getting value out of what we do with Unmute Presents and or the IA cast, it really helps increase the reach of the podcast to other listeners. If you just take a couple of minutes and drop a quick review to let other people know whether you do like it or you think we ramble a little too much in the beginning. So definitely a way to improve the experience. And if you get a chance, go do that when you have some time. Yesterday, we published TW19 with Damasi and myself, and we sat down and talked a lot of, of different technology needs, one of which includes the uh, VoIP.ms service. So if you're interested in that, then uh, give that a listen. On Sunday, I shared an episode called Portable Preferences on the Mac, how to set those up uh, for Full transparency, I seem to have uh, encountered an issue and it looks like in macOS 13.5, you may not be able to actually set up portable preferences. So I'd love to get some feedback if people are encountering that issue with 13.5 because I shared that with Allison Sheridan and she wasn't able to to uh, follow those directions that I provided. Uh, And then I upgraded my Mac and realized I couldn't either. However, if you already have portable preferences created, it looks like you can load those with voiceover. On uh, Saturday, we published IACast 188, which is a replay from a week uh, prior. And that was called Router Recommendations. Demasi, Marty, Michael, me, and I believe was Lynn there, Michael? I think it was just us. Yeah, I think, yeah, it, was I think it was just. Us. It may have just been us. Uh, we all sat down, talked about our our router adventures because most of us have had multiple different ecosystems and our experiences with those, and why you might want to look into something like a mesh router if you are interested. Friday finds I talked about uh, Braille on United airline flights, Chat GPT coming to Android, and we also talked about uh, accessibility laws that were published from the White House. On Thursday, Damasi and I sat down and talked about phishing and security email, and before that, we uh, were on the Shell phone show, and we published uh, Setting Ringtones on the Blind Shell Classic 2. So... Yeah, that is a quick recap of the content that we have. And actually, I kind of stumbled for a second because I lied. The shell phone show, we published an in-depth explanation of the email client. So check that out. And that's what I got, Marty. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. So let's uh, start
0: answering some questions.
2: We have a phone number starting in 614, ending in 304. Please unmute and tell us who you are. Star six will allow you to unmute. Let's go to the next person and maybe our phone person can unmute while we're talking to Todd. Todd, go ahead, please.
3: Can you guys hear me all right? Yep, yes. we can hear you,
0: Todd. How are you doing?
3: Fine. Um, I want to ask you a quick question. Are you guys allowed to ask answer accessibility questions, even if they're not Windows-related, like about cable boxes? Are you guys able to answer questions about that?
0: Anything technology-related, we can try and answer your question.
3: All right. Um, Do you know any cable boxes that have uh, accessibility features or that um, do talking? Because I've heard about cable boxes that talk. And I think
0: there's going to be two answers to this question. The first answer is contact your cable provider and let them know what you need. And a lot of times they have a box that will have accessibility features, whether that's you need the menu to talk or... You know, like a voiceover type of thing, talking, you know, on the menu, or you can speak into the um, box or the remote control and give it instructions on what you want it to do. Go to a certain channel, um, whatever the case may be. So I would first contact your cable provider and find out what they have to offer. And that's the first place to start. And the second thing is there are a couple of boxes that are out in the market. Called one is the Roku. There's another one called the Apple TV. Both of those have accessibility features where they have text to speech, so it'll talk to you through the menus and the icons and all that kind of stuff. And then, as well, you can speak into the remote control and it will take whatever you're giving it most of the time. So, opening a channel or, you know, um, perusing around anything like that. So,
4: and One thing with that, too, is those may not necessarily be cable boxes, but a lot of times, like I know Spectrum has a streaming version of their cable service. So you could have it on Apple TV or uh, the uh, Roku or different things like that. I'm not sure of the accessibility of those apps, so that would be something you'd have to uh, check, but uh, or also YouTube TV. So you may not need an actual box with coax as long as you have a stable internet connection that can handle that as well.
5: Thank you very much.
3: I appreciate
4: it. Yep, no problem.
2: Ralph, All go right. ahead, please.
4: All right.
1: I have, I have a question. Okay. This this is in reference to uh, Microsoft Word. Um, the setting, like when I'm doing the document in Microsoft Word uh, using JAWS, and it tells me... Uh, Uh, spelling error or grammatical error, and it verbalizes that, is there a way to turn that off? Because I I don't know where to look to find a way to turn it off. Is there a way to do that? There is, and I don't remember how to do that offhand, but if you give me a couple of minutes, I will see if I can find that because you can turn those alerts off. You're using JAWS specifically or NVDA? JAWS. Okay. Yep. Give me a couple of minutes and I will look that up. Thank you. I appreciate it. Should we check our phone caller again?
2: Uh Uh-huh. Phone number 614, ending in 304. You are still muted. If you'd unmute with star six, please.
6: Hi, uh, my name is Denise. Thank you.
0: Hi, Denise. How are you doing today?
6: Good. Thank you so much. And thanks for the call so much. Um, My question is, is there a scanner that you scan a picture in and then it gives you a descriptive audio? Do you know what that is? Does it exist?
0: Descriptive audio, meaning describing what's in the photo. So for example, if there's Correct,
6: like three, woman,
0: people, three people standing in the okay. sand, water behind you, around trees, like that kind of thing. Correct. I'm not sure of a scanner that actually will do that on its own, but there is a way you could go in and label your own pictures or tag your own photos so that that information would be in those photos. And you could also okay. set up your phone so that it will look at a photo and try and describe to the best of its ability what's in the photo, depending on what device you're using.
6: Okay. So that could just be in an Apple phone or a Google app or something like that.
0: Yeah, really anything that's text to speech. So when you actually take, well, let's use an iPhone, for example, if the iPhone cursor, which is the thing that selects the item on the screen lands on that photo, if there's a description in the photo, it will start describing to the best of of its ability what's in that photo. You can also label it, like I said, to give it more information.
4: So seeing AI can also do certain things like that. It can describe and let you explore an image. Um, so I I would check out seeing AIs. Uh, I don't remember the mode in the app, but it does have uh, image description capabilities as well.
6: Awesome. Thank you very much.
4: Yep, no problem. Good luck. Thank
2: you. Next, next we have Diane. Diane, go ahead, please.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. Um, all right. As far as uh changes that I would like to see in the new in the new iOS version um there are a couple of screens well one I'm sure it it still does this like if you go in to um the password screen and you know you have to log in or use your face ID to get in there um there seems to be an edit button that you have to um double tap in order to be able to see what the password is you know, that you created for a particular account. And I wish that I wish that you didn't have to have that edit button there to be able to do that. Um, so that, that would be my change. And the other, the question I have is, I've been seeing something at the top of my phone in the status area called a speech bar. I think it's called a speech bar. And I had never heard of that before, or um, read it. What phone are you using, it. Diane? Pardon me.
0: What phone are you using?
6: I'm using a 14 uh, Pro.
0: So you're probably feeling the what's called the dynamic island, which is at the very top center. No, that's
6: separate. That that seems okay. that seem to be separate. Um, so I, I don't know where where that's coming from, and what app might have installed it, or you know anything else.
4: So I have an idea. It might be. Oh, go ahead, Michael. Oh, go ahead, Michael. <laughs> no, nope, go for it. I, it. It might be an activity that is being put in the dynamic island. That's the only thing I could think of from a certain app, but I would not know which one it would be from.
0: The dynamic island ah. changes for every app that is available for it. So, for example, if you're talking on the phone and then you minimize the phone app and go to do something different while you're on the phone, the information for the phone will go into the dynamic island if you're listening to music and you minimize the music app the information from your music will go into the dynamic island and then you can do other stuff so depending on what apps you have open if they're uh have that dynamic island capability then the dynamic island's always constantly changing what's in it depending on what you have open at the time
6: okay okay and i know that you had mentioned that a long time ago The dynamic island as far as um, if you have a timer set.
0: Well, it's anything that's so uh, Apple has uh, some built in apps into the phone that will utilize the dynamic island. But third party developers also have the APIs to be able to make their apps use the dynamic island if they so choose to program it in.
4: One of my favorite things, Diane, that the Dynamic Island does, and the, kind of an example of this, I, I love baseball. And so Astros and Rangers, I follow through the Apple uh, uh, News and TV app. And so when I tell it to follow a game, uh, on when a, when a game starts, it will put on the left side, it will put one team and their score. And on the other side of the Dynamic Island, it puts the uh, the other team and their score. so. It's kind of ah. neat how they take advantage of that. So all kinds of apps, and there's you know no telling which ones they are, can really bring out that dynamic island and, and do cool things with it.
0: Now, here's a suggestion. The next time you hear whatever it is that is up there, what was the thing you were hearing up there?
6: I thought it was saying speech bar.
0: Okay, well, the next time you uh, hear that tap on the dynamic island and see what app it opens up and that will tell you what it is that's in the island at that time and then you'll know ah. what app is giving you that
6: okay all right i'll give that a shot
1: all right thanks Wait. a lot have a
0: great Thank day Thank you
6: very much
1: yeah Boom. no problem Before we move on, I do want to go back to a previous question about JAWS. And while I do that, Marty, you may want to do auto gain or turn your gain down a little bit. Um, When you are using JAWS, if you do uh, JAWS key plus number six, that's either insert or caps lock key or numpad zero. So that's why I say JAWS key plus number six. And then in the search field, type in the... uh, I'm sorry, tab once and go down to text processing. When you get down to text processing, hit right arrow to expand, expand that and then go down to proofing and hit right arrow to expand that as well. And then you can go down through there to be able to uh, make the changes so you hear the information that's relevant to what you need. So real quick, one more time, that's JAWS key plus the number six, tab to the tree view, locate text processing and tap right arrow, down arrow to proofing, tap right Arrow and then use the spacebar to change the options uh, for your proofing needs. Who do we got next? Michael does sound Eugenia. better to you. Yes, it does. Eugenia, how are you?
7: I'm well, thank you. How are you? Great. Um, first, uh, I will. Oh, what I would like to see that the new operating system uh, makes my iPad properly nicely with the Magic Keyboard. For some reason, when voiceover is on, they don't work well. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, very unusual. What kind of
0: problem are you having when it's?
7: It doesn't recognize the um, the the commands.
0: Oh wow! And I try is that it with just somebody across that knows... the board or just in certain apps.
7: No, everywhere.
0: Wow. Everywhere. Okay. Yeah. And you're updated so... with your updates.
7: Oh the, yeah, the, the <laughs> everything is uh, to the latest update, and it's been for a while, and I've been waiting to see what's happening. I'm going to have to figure it out. What to get or do something about it
4: yeah, yeah you might want you might want to check that with Apple because I-, I have that and it works pretty well with the magic keyboard, so that's interesting um, is yours the maybe. folio or is it the actual <laughs> magic keyboard do you know
7: is the magic keyboard the one I guess it's the folio it's the one that uh, the iPad gets um uh, is it, you know, it's uh, connected like to the Like a magnet, back of the iPad. Do you click your the iPad into, yes, into there? Yeah, you click yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can turn it on and off. Everything is there.
0: Yeah, I would definitely have Apple take a look at that because that's expensive. And if it's not working right, then you should definitely yeah. have them do something about it. If you wait yeah. too long, it, it might be the, out of warranty. The yeah,
7: yeah, probably I am already. So. Yeah, but um, I was going to ask for a suggestion on um, uh, a small, um, uh, re- recorder, handheld recorder it, that is accessible.
0: You need it to be a standalone one or one that is yes, stand-
7: not with your phone? No, no, no not the one. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I, I have the ones on my home. home.
0: I know Olympus has some ones that are good that work. Uh, they have accessibility features. I just don't know the model number.
7: Okay. I knew a long time ago uh, that Sony had one that they tell you they will have a
0: uh, voice. Okay. And if we take else, a look at the
1: Olympus. And if anyone else has any other suggestions, then uh, they'll probably uh, let us know. And yeah, the Olympus, I didn't know they still had some that are, that are accessible. So that's good that they, I believe they do. I just like Marty don't remember the model
7: numbers. Yeah. yeah because the Victor reader, you can record there, but it's, it's not, I, I was looking for something very tiny. that uh, you can kind uh, And Oh, which is the uh, Victor Reader has the um, Bluetooth?
1: So the Victor Reader 3 has Bluetooth and the Victor Trek also has Bluetooth. Um, Depending on how portable you want to go, a portable solution might be the PodTrack P4. It's not the smallest, but you can record directly to the PodTrack P4. Um, You would need to provide an external microphone, but that could be an option for you as well.
7: All right. Okay, I will check it out. Thank you so much. Have a great
1: Yours. day. You
8: too.
7: Next we have Beth. Beth, go ahead please.
8: Yeah, um Yeah, I I was first going to suggest um like like um for iOS definitely the direct touch when I play a blindfold game, you know, when I open it to say blindfold bowling, it says direct touch and then it doesn't let you play, and then you have to shut the app, shut the game down, shut it down, the app, and then open it. Yeah, and it will let you play. But, you know, I've reported this, I don't know how many times, and they don't fix it, and it's it's annoying me. So, um, But then my question is, my computer, I can't even shut an app down. The Alt F4 does not shut it down. I'm thinking maybe my computer maybe I need to get a new one sometime. But that's so this, Yeah.
1: Beth, is this a desktop or a laptop?
8: This is a desktop.
1: Okay, so I don't know about keyboards in Windows, but if, first of all, if Alt F4 isn't working, I recommend reaching out to the Microsoft uh, Disability Answer Desk because they'll okay. be able to actually see what's going on and if there's an error message when you press Alt F4, why it's not letting you close. The other suggestion that I have <laughs> that may be a, a issue and. I give this as a secondary one because I don't know how much it impacts it. But if your keyboard has a function or FN key, you may need to hold that down dependent on the settings on your desktop. But my first step would be to call Microsoft Disability Enter Desk, especially before buying a new computer. Because if I remember it, right, you have a newer computer, don't you?
8: Um, New, what? What do you mean new new where
1: did, did didn't you get your computer last year or am I thinking of someone else? No,
8: I got I you must be thinking I I think okay. my computer's like about five years old.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I would still reach out to Microsoft Disability Enter desk though and see yeah. if they're able to see yeah. something on the screen.
8: They they yeah, because it doesn't talk when I do F4. So I'm thinking that maybe it's maybe something that they need to see. So Perfect. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you.
2: Next we have Jeff. Jeff, go ahead, please.
8: Good morning, gentlemen. Good
3: morning. Um, so first of all, Michael, I concur with you with Beth's um alt F4 not working. I think it's that what time is it? Function key. Um I wanted on the the software updates, they're actually just um bug fixes on the iPhone when you um and I think this is everybody like whenever you swipe halfway up to bring up your multitasking interface and then you start swiping and you're maybe two or three cards into it. And then it starts you all over again at the first card. That's kind of like, it it's a little niggle, but it's kind of infuriating. And, um, on TVOS voiceover voice cutting out, um, and I still need to make a recording to send to you guys and probably Apple accessibility. So I've got myself to blame for that. Um, going back to Todd um, earlier, he was talking about, um, you know, uh, like voiceover cable boxes. Sorry, I can't help you out with that specifically, but if you go with um, an Apple TV or, or Roku, and you're using the cable systems um, online or, you know, web streaming sources, a lot of times those will not have audio description. So um, you may want to, you know, ask about that before you just go um, all the way in on, on one of those solutions. And thanks for your time. Appreciate that.
1: Thanks for bringing those up. Yeah, I guess I've been lucky because Spectrum seems to have, have seems to have audio description in our local market, but that's a good thing, especially with any of these streaming services to consider is, uh, is this going to have the audio description? And a lot of times you can get a trial or uh, check out on the ADP, uh, e- the ADP webpage, and that might give you some more details about what's available. Who do we got next? We have
2: Malcolm. Malcolm, go ahead, please, sir.
5: Yes. Hi. Uh, to To the young lady that was looking for a personal recorder, I highly recommend the Milestone 12, I believe it is. I have one. It has five buttons, six if you count the one button at the top that you use to go from folder to folder. So you can make five folders. And the nice thing about it, each time you go in, when you go into a folder and say you record something, and then you realize, oh, that's not the order I want them in. You can go back and say you recorded bird for number one first time. Second thing you recorded was dog. Third thing was cat. You say, oh, I want cat second, not third. You can go back, play number one, record cat, and it'll put it in there. And then you can go down and delete cat. So you now change the order of the things you want. And that's I I think that's a real nice feature to it. But it's about... It's a little bigger than a a matchbook, if you know what a matchbook looks like, but a lot smaller than a pack of cigarettes. It's got a lanyard that goes around your head, your neck, and it hangs down on your on your chest and it's very, very accessible. And it's a great little item. I love mine.
0: What's the quality of the
5: audio? It's it's fantastic. It's got a volume button where you can make the volume up high or low. Um, You can record for a long period of time. Uh, it's, it's really good. The quality is good. It, it also has where you put in earplugs if you want and a microphone to record from a microphone.
0: And can you plug it into your computer and get all the files off if you need to?
5: Um, I don't think that's possible, but I haven't had to run into where I would wanted to do that yet.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate the tip.
5: You bet.
9: Thank you.
2: Next we have Scott. Scott, go ahead, please.
9: Hey, Scott, how right. are you doing? Also on, uh, you yeah, know, pretty good. Also on digital recorders, uh, it was, it's my understanding, speak to me, catalog is or was carrying the uh, Olympus DM 720. So apparently that one's a good, uh, pretty accessible one. I, I assume they're still carrying it, but uh, no, they, I, I understand they at least were at one time. Another one, uh, I've heard about, and it was mentioned recently, on the, on the most recent Tech It Out from Hadley, they were talking about productivity tools and they, in general, and they mentioned digital recorders. And one of them, and uh, one they mentioned was called the Eltranex, E-L-T-R-I-N-E-X, I think it is. And it, <laughs> I believe that might be from LSNS or a few other, but they, I mean, they can, I'm sure they said more about where you can get it. But it, it's called it was called the Eltrenex. So
0: how how long ago was that uh, out on it Hadley's? was
9: a, that was just about oh see, that was last Tuesday, I believe. It's usually the fourth Tuesday of the month. So
0: all right. So yeah, you can go pretty, back and check pretty it, pretty out yeah.
9: uh, uh, uh,
0: it out on Hadley's podcast list or on the website.
6: Should
0: we mute that? Anyway, them? that was nice. all I
1: had. Perfect, Scott. thanks. All right. All right, who do we got next?
2: We have Abraham. Abraham, go ahead, please.
10: Hi. Um, Hello, how are you doing? I'm well, and yourself? Good, thank you. I'm looking for a program that will um, play MP3 file and remember the MP3 file's play position. I know VLC does it for video files, but it doesn't seem to be doing it for MP3 or audio files, at least. Is this on your computer or your phone? Or yes, uh, computer, uh, Windows computer. And
1: what are you looking to do again?
10: Um, I need something that'll remember my playback position. I would use VLC. It just doesn't seem yeah. to remember it. Um, because it's quite long ones, you know. Just you know, pause it and come back to it at later today. So <laughs> I haven't tried this, but what I would try myself is
1: to take the audio into something can you bring the audio into something like FS Reader are you using JAWS
10: Uh, I am Um, I have not used FS Reader
1: I haven't either, but I wonder if that would do that because I know it's primarily used for Daisy books, but it may play MP3 files and keep your place. Honestly, how I play MP3 files in Windows, and this is kind of cheating, is I make a new project tab in Reaper and I bring the file in there because then I always know where I stop at. So a little extreme, but that's what I typically do. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Good luck.
2: Next, we have Elizabeth. Go ahead, please, Elizabeth. Yeah.
1: Hi hi there. Um, Hello. How are you? Hey.
11: I'm good. I have a question and then I have a question about your podcast things. So, my question is in Windows, I must have done something because now on one of my hard drives, instead of showing my directories first, it shows my files first. This is Windows 10, so I need to know what to do to correct that so I get my directories up top again. So, that's my question. And my other thing is, you said it's the beginning, something about IA was a series you're putting out. I'm subscribed to Unmute Presence. Will I also get the IA stuff, whatever IA is?
0: Yes, it's called IA Cast and it would drop on a Saturday. So, for example, <laughs> IA Cast will come out usually on a Monday morning, sometime Monday, and then we'll put it out on Unmute on the following Saturday.
11: But it comes out in the un- Unmute. Presence.
0: Yes. If podcast. you're subscribed to
1: unmute, then
0: you. Yeah, will Yeah. Okay. It. Yes. All
11: right. That's mm-hmm. all I need. Okay. So thank you about my um my question on the directory.
1: So Michael D, do, do you have a suggestion? Because I I think it's going to be something in your view menu it, that is it, not
4: checked. It should be in the view menu. You may have to go. I think there's like an options. I haven't changed this since Windows 10. Uh I and so it's been a while, but I believe it's in the view menu. Uh, I believe there is where you can bring up more options. And uh, so it's either one of the, one of the options in the menu or there might be an, a options I'm not in windows right now, so I can't pull it up. Um, But it's, it's where you can change a bunch of different things about how your file Explorer is, is laid out.
2: All right. I'll check it. Thanks. Next. We have Terry, Terry, go ahead, please. Um, Thank you uh, guys. I have a
12: question about windows 11. Um, I in in the past when um, when I when I would open a folder, everything in Windows 10 was automatically sorted by name, and now Windows 11 thinks it's the best thing and the right thing and the only thing to do to sort by date. And it, I mean, I can obviously un- resort each file, but is there a way to somehow tell Windows 11? that I really want all my folders when I open them to be sorted by name rather than date.
4: Thanks. So there is in Windows 11, and I believe this works in Windows 10 and Windows 11. If you are in your file explorer and you're in your file list, if you press tab, you'll go through uh, all of the different parts of the window. And uh, one of those areas is where you can use the left and right arrow to go between uh the different types of like if you're in a like if your if your view style is list view then you'll have like name date and all those things and I believe that if if you go if you're on the uh items uh not on the actual uh files but if you're on like where it says if your JAWS or NVDA is like where it says name date and all those where you could just arrow or or go between those if you press enter On one of those, it should bring it and sort it by that thing. Am I mistaken, Michael? Have you done that? I have not, but I am going to take a look at this because I am in Windows now uh,
1: Mm -hmm. as well. The power of the Mac. you gotta got to love parallels. So I'll play with that. And Terry, stay tuned, and I'll see if I can figure out how to get this to work because I know the problem you're trying to solve, uh,
4: and I will see if I can get that figured out. That's how I would have done it in Windows 10. It's just... You're you're going to have to tab and, and use your arrow keys a bit to just get get your focus where you need to be.
3: Thank you. No
1: problem. And Google is really pushing barred right now, and I'm really getting mad at Google. <laughs> uh, who do we got
10: next?
2: We have, uh, uh, everyone has been through this talk, and we have Abraham again.
1: Hey, Abraham.
10: Hi. Um, so on that uh Question now about the sorting <laughs> by um, what date or oh, name, sorry. I know uh, Windows 11 for me is it uh, groups by uh, date and then um, sorts by name. So it's quite irritating. So uh, I, j- I just changed that on my um, file, ex- uh, um, file Explorer. So if you Alt and I think go to the View tab, uh, you'll see a sort. And then in that menu, groupings, and you switch that off. And then, then in your details, you tab to the um, name tab, and then uh, sort by that. There you go. I usually Thank prefer you. sorting by um, date, so that all my latest files are on top
1: perfect well thank you for that and just to recap that is if you go up to the view menu and unfortunately it looks like you can't do alt v at least i wasn't able to so you have to hit the alt key then right arrow to v it'll say or right arrow to view it'll say view collapsed and press enter to be able to go in there and disable the group all righty
2: next we have beth beth
8: go ahead please okay yeah i i um don't know if you mentioned this or not but um I don't understand like I tried to go into like on my iPhone and the settings and to make the um, touching not quite as sensitive because on my phone, it's like my hand jerks quite a sometimes. And I, I, I sometimes press a button that I don't want to press or double tap. Um, So I'm wondering like, what, what is it in the settings that I have to like turn off or on? You know, oh, and I was going to mention Micro Speak. I don't know if they have that in L S N S, but that's another digital recorder. That um, now, because my hand jerks, I probably had a little bit of problem with the delete button. But that's a good thing if that woman who mentioned it wants to try it.
1: Yeah, the microspeak talking voice recorder would be a great solution. Unfortunately, the manufacturer has discontinued that, so you can no longer purchase that, but that would be a great solution because then you can just pull your files off of your uh, microspeak and put them onto your computer. If on your iPhone you go into accessibility, and then uh, I'm taking a look exactly, you tap on voiceover, the very last option, and you can quickly get there by tapping four fingers at the bottom of your screen, is double tap timeout. And if you double tap on double tap timeout, you can go in and decrease or increase or put in a time specifically that you want uh, in seconds, that would allow the double tap to time out. So hopefully that helps you a little bit there, Beth.
8: It would allow the double tap would, would allow it to, um, give me more, you know, not be so sensitive that like the buttons.
1: Yes. That, that might help you with your double tap issue by increasing that double tap timeout.
8: Yeah. And just, just touching, just kind of touching them, you know, it makes the, it makes them sensitive. If I just touch it you, you mm-hmm. know so might might help with that too
1: yeah, um i don't know but it can be worth experimenting with that to see if that would be helpful
8: yeah and and just continuing that micro speak maybe that's why i had such a problem maybe other people had problems too with the buttons <laughs> yeah that's what the quality was good it's just sometimes e- either wouldn't get my um get what I needed on. And I didn't know if I accidentally was deleting it, but yeah, that's interesting to know. Thank you.
13: No problem. Beth.
8: Next is Anisio.
2: Go ahead, please. Anisio.
13: Hi, good, good afternoon. Um, the this question is from Michael, I guess. Um, I can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Good, great. Uh, I am getting a, a MacBook pro so I can learn, uh, I'd better use the Mac and and be able to teach it ultimately. But I I would be interested in also installing Windows on it. And I believe, Michael, you did some program in the past where you tried something. And I'm wondering, or you do this yourself. I'm wondering if there's a simple way to do that or how complicated is that to be able to have both operating systems?
1: Um. It's not too difficult. So I was able to get it running with parallels on the Mac. And so what I'm doing is I I use parallels. And I would say that's the easiest, you do need to use a third party tool called VOCR in order to use parallels. Because unfortunately, the setup screen is not accessible. But I can just command tab right now from zoom into Windows 11, and be in Windows 11. And there's a little bit of mental gymnastics you need to do with your fingers to be able to use Windows 11 because my option key becomes my alt key in Windows. So that does mm-hmm. take a little bit to get used to, but that I think would be the easiest.
13: If you V-O-C-R- might want
0: to think R- about getting an external keyboard, that might be helpful to you.
13: Mm-hmm. The VOCR is, is only needed for the setup or you, you still need it afterwards, that the, app, the, the third party? I
4: will so, keep it afterwards because if you want to make changes to your VMs and things like that, yeah, uh, you de- you definitely want to keep that around. And is Parallels uh,
13: an an application that you purchase, or wh- what is? Yes,
4: that? it's a yearly purchase. Um, yep. I I recommend if you're going to get Parallels, get the Parallels Pro, which is a, I believe around a hundred a year. Um, the Pro is twenty. One one twenty. Okay. Yep. How about the VOCR? Is that a purchase? That's a free application. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay.
1: VOCR is free, well, and I use VOCR in more instances than just Parallels, uh, especially when I encounter an app or a dialogue that isn't accessible on the Mac. I can just mm-hmm. hit Control-Command-W, and that takes a picture of the screen, and then I use my control command keys, uh arrow keys to navigate like I'm using VoiceOver. And then when I hear something I want to click on, I just do the Control-Option-Shift-Space, which will double-click
13: that item. mm mm-hmm. And Michael, you did a podcast on this, right? In the past,
1: I, I seem to recall. I may have. Um, Steven did on double tap. He actually walks you through installing Windows on uh parallels, and that's where okay. I picked up a lot of that. So if you go to DoubleTapOnline.com, I think, on and air. just search for on air. There you go. I knew that didn't sound right. Double tap on and search for parallels, you should be able to find it.
4: Right. And, uh uh t- And Taylor Arndt on YouTube has done uh, videos on using different VM technologies on the Mac. I I believe she's done parallels as well. So, Yeah, she did. I forgot about that.
13: Mm -hmm. Great. Thank you so much, both of you.
2: Next, we have Roberta. Roberta, go ahead, please. Hi there. Um, Hey, Roberta. How are
3: you
6: doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Um, Did I just, in a previous call here, one of you say something about a four-finger double tap to get to the bottom of the screen?
1: No, four-finger single tap to the bottom okay. of the screen.
6: Okay. Um, and, and, that, and I've been using that regularly, but do you have any idea why it might not work in a particular
4: app? So there's a few reasons. One, you do need to make sure that when you do that tap that your fingers are near the bottom of the screen. It does, okay. you know, if, you, if your fingers are closer to the top, it will bounce you to the top. And if your fingers are close to the bottom, it will bounce you to the bottom. Uh, okay. And, and it just depends on if VoiceOver can focus on something near the bottom of the screen or not. Uh, it's kind okay.
6: Because, of... well, sorry to interrupt, but in the particular app where I recall this happening, it didn't matter. It, it mm-hmm. just, it wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. I could I could do a four-finger four finger tap at the top, at the bottom, in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. I, it just, it didn't go anywhere. So mm-hmm. I just wondered if there was, if it just could, might be it.
0: A... There's, there's two other options I could recommend if you want to try these. One is
4: okay.
0: you can utilize the sidebar it's called and it's on the right side of the screen. And if you put your finger over there, you kind of just take one finger and feel around close to the edge and you'll hear it say sidebar. And when you hear that, you can either just flick up or flick down and it will make the screen go up and down to wherever you want to go all the way to the top, all the way to the bottom or anywhere in the middle. You could also do three-finger swipe up or down to go either all the way to the top
4: or all the way to the bottom. That's if your screen has pages, right? If your screen is scrollable. Um, But if your screen is not scrollable and you just want to move to the top or the bottom, that's where that four-finger... But yeah, if you you can scroll, that's where Marty's talking about, where you can um, move it up and down by... um, those those gestures.
7: Okay, I'll give it a try.
2: Thanks much. Yep, no problem. Next, we have Scott. Go ahead, please,
7: Scott.
9: All right. Uh, one other recorder I I did remember about that I'm pretty sure was mentioned in the in the recent check it out was called the Wilson recorder. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but something called Wilson. I don't know how many different models there are of it, but it it is another digital voice recorder. <laughs>
1: Perfect. Well, I have I have a little bit of experience with the Wilson um, and that is another one that can be used. I don't believe if, if you have to get files off of it, I don't remember if that one allows you to get files off of it or not. So I don't know if that's important for that user, but thank you. I appreciate that.
2: Next we have Pam. Go ahead, please, Pam. Hello. <clears throat> um, pardon me. I'm outside. It may get a little
12: noisy. Uh, <clears throat> I have also had a little experience with a Wilson recorder and it was not a good one. So that is not one I would recommend. Uh mine worked very briefly and then it just quit working right in the middle of making a recording and no it was not full. Um I had cleared out everything. It just stopped working and I I called customer service and I emailed customer service. They were rude. They decided I was an idiot and didn't know what I was doing. Well, that might be true, but it sure didn't make my day and it didn't solve the problem. So uh, I would not recommend that one.
1: Good to know. Thank you for that, Pam. Appreciate you letting us know. Now
12: granted, that was a long time ago. That was probably 10 years ago, I don't even know if they still make those.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not certain. I, I And if they do, I have no experience with their customer service. And from personal experience, I will say customer service can change. So uh, definitely oh, yes. uh, explore yeah. that as as you may need. So thank you, Pam. Appreciate that.
2: Gotcha. Thanks. Marie is next. Marie, go ahead, please. I believe that sidebar to scroll on the iPhone, it, isn't it called the vertical scroll bar rather than sidebar?
0: Depends what operating system you have. It kind of no, changes I, I from one to the next. <laughs> I, I
4: think you're right. I've I've always heard it called the vertical scroll bar. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. That was it.
4: <laughs> Thank you, Marie. Appreciate you that.
2: Next, we have Elizabeth. Elizabeth, go ahead,
11: please. Um. Hi. I have a solid state hard drive, and the software that I have with it is magician and it is not accessible. My understanding of soft of management software to run solid state hard drives is I could get something else to manage that hard drive, another kind of software. Am I accurate? And if so, what should I get instead of magician that I can use? I can read the buttons on this, I just can't get to any of them.
4: So is it just an external drive that you plug into your no computer? no
11: no 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 it's I have two onboard solid state hard drives, one of which has my operating system on it. Mm -hmm. So, and I've got it set up to work automatically to, um, to go in and check the hard drive once a week and, and trim it and everything. But I can't, I can't do anything with it manually. Okay. I can't, um, I can't run it myself. So, does anybody know about an alternative piece of software that would manage my hard drive?
1: I don't, cause I don't use any software to manage no, my hard I drive. I don't either. I'm, I'm not clear <laughs> as to the purpose so of this software. How
11: do you, so what do you do? You just optimize it using windows optimize.
1: Yep. Or if I'm on the Mac, I'll use disk utility. No, um,
11: no, this is, this is windows okay. optimize on the, on the, um, on windows 10. So you just use optimize on 10.
4: Well, yeah. really, okay. SS- you know, SSDs don't have to be defragmented. They don't, you know, they Windows kind of optimizes things as as the drive is being used. So. No,
11: I understand, but, but you have to do trim once in a while, so I get that. So Yeah, I use um, the
4: disk cleanup tool in
1: Windows uh, yeah, 10. Yeah, okay, so that's just, what I meant. Yeah, yep.
11: okay, so you use disk cleanup, and that's yep. it. And then yep, you don't it. use anything else. Okay. No. Um. Do you use CCleaner?
1: I do not. Michael, have you? I have not.
11: I've used Sea Cleaner for years. Okay, that's interesting. So you don't use any equivalent to Sea Cleaner?
1: I do not. No. All right. No, All right.
11: no that's interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Elizabeth. I Appreciate Your it. Sea
11: Cleaner is really useful, and it cleans up a lot of garbage. So you may want to. You can get free copies of it, and you'll see. Okay,
1: we may check that out for sure. Uh, but yeah, disc it's cleanup C-C-L- seems to work C-L- well for
11: me. Yeah, this is this is more than just disc cleanup, though. This okay. does more than that. And it's C-C-L-E-A-N-E-R, double C.
1: Perfect. I will install that on Parallels. We'll see if it really likes that adventure. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth.
11: What's Parallels?
1: It's a tool on the Mac that allows me to run Windows on the Mac at the same time.
11: Oh, I assume it'll do it. But and yep. having said that, who knows?
1: Yeah, we will see. I'll play with it.
2: Next, we have phone number 303, ending in 935. Please unmute. To tell us who you are. Hello, this is Petra, and I've never figured
12: out how to get my name to show up. Um, I wondered if anyone remembered the name of the little digital recorder that uh, the man called in about that he said was about the size of a matchbox with the five buttons where you could have different files and move them around with the dogs and the cats and the birds. I did. He mentioned the name at the beginning and not at the end, and I was trying to write it down, and I didn't get it.
1: It was the Milestone 12 uh, voice recorder, if I recall right. And that's the one with the buttons on it that you can move files around.
12: Wonderful. Any idea where I can get it?
1: No, but I bet a quick Google search might help and I can take a look and (laughs) see what comes up real quick. I'll check right now and let you know what comes up. And uh, while I do that, I will jump in uh, because we are coming up on the top of the hour um, so let's go ahead and jump over to the next question if we have another one and then uh, I will drop that information before we wrap it up
2: We have two questions Beth go ahead
8: please okay I was gonna gonna just um, say the Wilson uh, digital recorder was also very distorted when I used it I wouldn't recommend it either so perfect <laughs> yeah thank
1: you Beth um, I'm going to go back to the person who's looking for a milestone voice recorder. It looks like LSS and Independent Living Aids has them, so you can check with those uh, two organizations.
3: And who is the last hand? Jeff. Hey Jeff. Ahead, Jeff? Hello again. Do you, have any of you guys have any experience with Perplexity on iOS? My experiences is that I've heard of it. Um, I haven't
1: actually personally used it. That's the chat GPT alternative that that will actually give you reference links for where it gets the information. Correct?
3: Correct, sir. Yeah. Well, um, like I can find the text box where I can, you know, use dictation to um, record my question and then submit that question. There is a microphone icon next to that box where you can use to um, ask it follow-up questions mm-hmm. you know stay in the same context. however whenever I double tap that icon um, I can't hear anything meaning like my voiceover goes away like uh, my phone could be you know whenever I'm swiping whenever I'm you know trying to navigate. It could be moving, but I I can't even hear a voiceover. So I have to close the app and start it over again. Just wanted to know if anybody had any, um, uh, yeah, had any recommendations.
1: So I know why it's doing it because it's kind of treating it, I think, like a phone call. Michael can explain a little more if he wants. Um, the recommendation I would have for you is to double tap in the edit field after you ask your question, and just di- two finger double tap to dictate the follow up question. Unfortunately, that's not going to give you the same experience, but then that shouldn't take away your uh, voice voiceover access as well. Gotcha. Thanks, Michael. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. Looks like we have gotten no to it all and it's 53 after. I think we uh, are getting better at this, Marty and Michael, thank you guys for helping us today. Chanel and Katie, thanks for joining us as well. Um, We do got an exciting uh, couple of things coming up. If you are subscribed to Unmute, if you're not, I recommend you doing that. Uh, Tomorrow we are dropping a shell phone show episode. It's probably the number one thing people have asked me and that is how to set up your own custom ringtones and get that set up on the blind shell and notification tones. Demasi recorded that. And then uh, we've Got a interview on Thursday. And so check that out. Marty, you want to wrap it up? Yep. Yep. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate all your help.
0: And uh, we will see you guys next time. If you have any questions, comments, or anything else, you can reach out to us at feedback at unmute.show. And
1: uh, we'll see you all next week. Thanks. Oh, before we end it, actually, two things. Number one, we are on Mastodon Search Unmute.community, if you're interested. And Michael D.,
4: can you recap real quick what's going to be coming out on Saturday for the sure. IACast? Cast? So Saturday's episode of uh, IACast, that will be coming out on the Unmute Presents feed that was already put out uh, this week on the IACast feed, is talking about the latest with Twitter becoming X everything from the Samsung Unpacked July 2023 event and some information if you're excited about developer-related stuff with the Vision Pro. So that's where we are on the IACast. Thanks a lot, Michael, and everyone have a great week.